Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Three nine thousand, or go to renewsleep.com. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Sushere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Not only does Vegas get to watch as the other side goes to seven games, yes. the Stanley Cup doesn't even begin until Memorial Day night. So we're waiting. We're not. We we never change the date. We we decide when the dates are for Fairly. TV purposes. That's mm-hmm. but that everybody does that now. Mm-hmm. So everybody sets their dates, and then the TV cameras don't move around. So did you see the email from Terry regarding that, Joe? No. You brought up the debate about um, the run for Vegas and whatnot, and he says, "What would happen if an expansion radio station were to open up a new signal? Who would be selected? <laughs> yeah, who would we protect?" <laughs> We would say, you know, instead of protecting nine, we'd just say, ah, you know, you can yeah, take right. You know, I take your chance. <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> throw it. You know, go ahead. Roll the dice. I'm essential. You're on, you're on your own. Yeah, I would guess uh, who, who, who would be the uh, who would be the first guy they'd protect here. I think they'd pretty much just say, ah, you know, yeah, yeah, no, well, don't worry about pretty, it. Don't, don't worry about it. Yep. I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah. Hey, Phil Hughes uh, is apparently going to get bought out. He's uh, they put him on a waiver. They owe him, still owe him twenty two million, and uh, for next year, for the rest of this year and next year, and uh, he never was able to regain his fastball after his one great season, two thousand fourteen, and he'd had some good seasons with the Yankees before that. But do you know what Phil probably remembers most from his Twins career? Uh, it wasn't, a million. It wasn't issuing 16 walks in 209 and two-thirds innings. It wasn't winning 16 games. It was he was on the hill when Suture and Ricey did their one inning of exhibition baseball. Is that right? Somebody that pointed that, that out to me today that Hughes was on the hill. I so thought it was Boof Bonzer. Here's Maybe it was Boof. This guy Booth was wrong. You're in. right. Booth. Okay. Booth. Some Why? guy emailed me and said it was Hughes. Because you guys did that. Otherwise, we... otherwise we screwed it up so bad yeah. we didn't even know who the yeah. picture was. Because you guys did that before Hughes oh, no, was on Hughes the team. Oh, no. Hughes was pitching for the Yankees. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Hughes right. was pitching. Oh. We didn't have him yet. Yeah. Hughes was the phenomena, the phenom for the Yankees. Okay. Yeah. It was Hughes versus Boof. And in fact, we can't look that up at Baseball Almanac. In fact, uh, Terry Ryan was so impressed by what he heard on the play-by-play of Hughes's assortment. We got to sign that, that guy. Yeah. He said, "Boy, if we ever get a chance, we're going to get this guy." Both <laughs> glaring in. <laughs> 
I was Why? listening to the broadcast, and apparently hey, Hughes has a screwball. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. He's got the umpire so confused, he's raising his hand on pitches that are outside the strike zone. And that's fantastic. Lost his fastball. He could never... Uh, well, two was, surgeries, right? Yeah, he was a fastball pitcher. And with impeccable control. And he threw the cutter, which is basically a fastball that moves. And the fastball... 90% of the time when he had his good year. And he tried to come up with an assortment of pitches, but he never really had a good... He had a big kind of sloppy curveball he could throw. Never had a quick one, and he had never had a changeup. In fact, I think when he came back in 16 after his first bad year, or maybe maybe it was even last his spring of 17, he was the, the New York... Beat writers, the Yankee writers, all loved him. And they were all sending him texts saying, when are we going to read this story about Phil Hughes trying to add a change-up this year? Because each one of them somewhere in their in his eight years there wrote the Phil Hughes is going to have a, add a change-up this year story. And, uh, and he, he just he never had an assortment of pitches. And that's, so he could not. You know, C.C. Sabathia rema, reformed, re, transformed himself as a junk ball pitcher, and, and Hughes did not have those pitches. So. I think $22 million is a, is a, yes. a, a, not a bad I would guess um, he'll console. probably be on the plane to tomorrow morning to get to Tampa to watch his Lightning game, seven. game seven. Oh, I bet, mm-hmm. sure. Big Lightning fan because he was a kid in the Yankee system you know, by himself, and they were Yankees were right next to the hockey arena, so he started going to hockey games with to, to kill time and hmm. during spring training. Because Sharkman brought him down the goal light, right? The Tampa yes, goal yeah, light. He has the goal light that lights up whenever the Lightning scores. Is he a Tampa resident? No, no. But he became a fan, and he got to know some of the players, and and he stayed. He was with the Yankees for ten years there in Tampa. So. Mm-hmm. And he got to uh, he got to know them, and he became a fan. But he's got the goal light that, whenever they score, even if it's really, even really, if they're really, playing really. in San Jose and you're in Fort Myers and it's one in the morning, <laughs> goes it off. Goes, oh, oh, no. <laughs> Such, we got to get you one of those. That's, That's right. neat. That's right. I don't know which team we're going to do it. The Canadians. Yeah, the les habitants. Habitants. yeah, yeah. Brooke, yeah. do you get uh, the audio of Paul Fenton, the new uh, Wild GM? Have you heard uh, his remarks, Pat? I was there. I, went I just wonder what you thought of them. I, you know, people always talk about winning the sh- winning the press conference, and that's become the new thing. He won the press conference, mm-hmm. or he didn't win the press conference. I do. Uh, I thought he got beaten a shootout. Right, let's hear it. <laughs> the press let's conference. Hear it. I thought it was okay. You always have to make tweaks and changes to to rosters, and uh, you know, to come here to a team that has been in the playoffs six times, it obviously doesn't need to be overhauled this is you have a lot of really good veteran pieces young guys that are coming and i'm looking forward to just trying to put some finishing touches to help us win all right playoff six times yeah are you kidding me <laughs> they've won twice in the no, second round no, this is the message that uh, craig leopold wants to send to the fans mm-hmm. that we're on the cusp mm-hmm. and we just need to add a player or two because he wants that traditional 96 percent ticket renewal that he gets every year. I think, just my guess is, that he four familiar 
players will be gone before training camp starts. I think he'll make four. That doesn't sound like a tweak. I think he'll he'll do more than tweak, but they're they're giving <laughs> you the tweak. And in fact, tweak was so popular. I suggested they were going to change their name to the Tweaks. Ooh, the Tweaks. The Minnesota Tweaks. <laughs> oh, what, what the mascot what was. Yeah. The, well, what was your logo? I mean, Nordy. We don't know what a wild is, right. so we, uh, we might as well not Plus, have Plus, you know, we don't know what Nordy is, so just leave him. That's he's, fine. He's uh, 58 years old. You know, he's been right. at it for a while. I know. You know who he was a college teammate of briefly? Boston College, right? Boston U. Jim Craig. Jim Craig. Except I looked it up. Craig's last year at BU... Fenton was on the roster, but he didn't actually play, so he was a freshman, and uh, and Craig was their goalie. So. Are the 1980 Olympians getting to be about that age? I was talking to Bob Mason today, and, uh, and actually got Craig's phone number from him. And but then I decided when I looked it up that they didn't really have that strong of a connection, him and Fenton. But he said that Craig is uh, still out there making motivational speeches. Yeah, well, nothing like a Ruzioni. Not like a Ruzioni, no. but but Craig was the runner-up. Yeah, as far as that's. But a Ruzioni had that big personality, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he's the guy that you guys basically got to talk to after every game. He was the one guy you could really get stuff from, right? Yeah, he was chatty. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah, he he saw the opportunity. For, the great thing is when we had. Why do we have brats on? It was it was either brats or it was a painter, and we said, uh, "Guess what former Olympian is in town, and what's he doing?" And whoever said Eruzioni, where's he giving a speech? Where, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right away, without any clues, okay. it's, it's got to be Eruzioni. Where's he speaking? What the hell? You know what? He got the winner, right? Didn't he get the winner? Yep, he got the winner. Why don't we take a break? And uh, I got a baseball question for you. All righty. Sally, we're on the air. I know. I met you. I got it. I got it. I got it. Rosario had a great game last night. Yeah, and the night before. Manufactured a run, made a wonderful yeah. catch, but he also almost killed himself in Buxton. Did you see that? I missed that one, but he I heard about it. He raced into center field okay. where he shouldn't have been. Okay. Well, does he get talked to about that? Uh, yeah, they, you know, they Yeah, Gardy tells should. him to keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Next time a ball was hit out there, you could hear Buxton yelling. I don't mm-hmm. worry, I got uh, this. Okay, that's good. Well, maybe he's uh, getting Buxton on the tip of his toes there for uh, that last catch to win the game. Though was Ooh, pretty good. Nice catch. Uh, did you see the quote from Fernando Rodney on that one? He says, "Why, why is he celebrating?" He said he, he thought it was gone. He, he, oh, he thought the he yeah, thought he, the guy he hit didn't the, think he caught it. He oh. says he was some quote like that. Why I say? Why was he celebrating? He didn't even know whether to pull the arrow back. <laughs> no, I don't think he ever did. I don't think he did either. He did when not, you watch, he, was too, he didn't have time. I don't think he ever did. When you watch the hit too on TV, it did look from the angle the camera was at. It did look like it went out at first, but then you know Rosario kind of flipped the ball up. That wasn't nearly. That was a great catch, but that wasn't nearly as much fun as his catch on Sunday. 
when he just kind of ran back to the wall, and he was going back to the wall, and all of a sudden he goes, whoops, and he reaches out to his left and just snares the damn thing. That was an impossible catch. One of the goofiest catches I've ever seen. Only three games away from getting excited about him. There's still three games under yeah. 500. Yeah, the other team, Cleveland is Cleveland's still going to win 90. So I have a question for you, dum-dums. Yes. And I don't know if I should ask this when he's in town, but what's the advisability of uh, Gardy hiring these coaches that worked here if uh, uh, it just got them all fired well, here? Well, here's the Why deal. Why is it going to work out for them? Here's now? the deal. They got uh, Kenny. He's got, there's now seven coaches on a staff. Uh, and he's got three of his guys. There's four other guys. For instance, Rick Anderson is the bullpen coach. Is, do I even means, have a legitimate question? Because these yeah, well, guys I'm all just got trying gassed to here. Give you an answer. Rick Anderson's the bullpen bullpen coach. Yeah, that means you slap him on the back and says, you "Say, go get him, boys." Oh, you know. And the real the pitching coach. He was the pitching coach here, Chris Basio, oh. who got run out of the Cubs, but has got a good reputation. Is his pitching coach. His hitting coaches, Steve Little and Joe Vavra, are his guys on the bench. Yeah. Those two of his guys. Got him a bench coach, but he's yeah. got the hitting. The hitting. The both hitting coaches are not his guys, and and uh, he he got four. He got three of the seven coaches, and he did offer uh, uh, Steve Scotty Alger. He called him, and Scotty said, "No, I'm done." So uh, he did not hire him. But I I think that. Uh, I think if you got a good uh, pitching coach and hitting coach, it doesn't make any difference who the hell the other guys are. All right. You know, well, plus when you lose pl- uh, coaches like that, they're ceremoniously let go. They're, that's just well, that's inevitable. But sometimes they get two year deals. You yeah. know, so if the coach gets, I think some of these, I don't. When Gardy Gardy when he got fired, had a year left on his contract. Basically, everybody thought he was going to get fired after third. Or, and then he coached 14, or managed 14. But it was basically the two-year contract was a going-away present from Terry Ryan because he knew that the mm-hmm. odds were very strong that uh, Gardy would get fired Is this Mahler's fourth year already? Yeah, it's his fourth year. Yeah. He's got a new maybe. contract already, right? Yeah, Lousy? Uh, no, first year, okay, better than expected. Second year, worst in franchise history. Yep. Mm-hmm. Last year, uh, one of the most surprisingly uh, decent seasons in baseball history, and now, now we're Three back. Games to, under now this one is really mindful of 2011 when the when they went in the tank because of all the injuries they have. That you remember, 2011 was uh, BLW down in uh, Tampa. I'm not. I never say the phrase, but uh, BLW down in Tampa and Morneau and uh, the whole deal. So. What's BLW? Uh, it involves the legs, but I don't. I don't. Oh, use bilateral the, leg weakness. <laughs> oh, you're, you're going to get blocked. I don't use the term. Right. I, yeah, yeah, you don't want to get blocked. Use the term. So, but that whole year, you know, just became a complete train wreck. And by the end of the year, they were having guys on the mound that didn't you allow one killed. exception for a guy on Twitter with the bi- with the BLW Some line? Some guy made a bilateral joke about something that was kind of funny. Uh, that, yeah. I think that was the uh, the the, t- the twins the the pregnancy. Oh yes, mm-hmm. I think yeah, that was maybe. bilateral egg weakness. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes. And that, like okay, that was, that was yeah, good. That, one that was clever. That one <laughs> when is Urban Santana ever going to be heard from? Uh, he got he was supposed to pitch yesterday. He got rained out in the fort, so uh, they flew him to Chattanooga. And now he's going to pitch Wednesday. So 
God Almighty! Mm-hmm. My finger hurt. I gotta get out. I gotta get a <laughs> well, surgery. Joe. Oh, I find him five million dollars. <laughs> it's uh, what the hell? It uh, it's a very important. It's important uh, to have your digits. Not really. It's, it's a bitch. Joe, you did he have digits. four of the five? <laughs> On his pitch enough. I think it's the middle, right? <laughs> on his pitch yeah, it was his, it was his mi- it was, middle finger. It was his slider finger. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought he the other day, Mir. I was watching I was watching the game, yes, rookie, that did not involve the twins, and there was a batter who was just every every uh, pitch ripping apart the batting gloves, and I thought Joe would be I'd losing his mind. Make a lot right of now. money finding him. Time I'm banning Velcro. Banning Velcro. <laughs> Best idea ever. It really no, is. No Velcro in baseball. You take the Velcro out of baseball, and you solve what some people consider a problem, which is length of game. Yes. Kelly, however, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, was complaining when they started wearing the armor. Mm-hmm. When they started putting these Barry Bonds, that looked mm-hmm. like a Michelin man, and they started putting those, and, you know, and then they ended up with AJ and some of these guys. But it's ridiculous to let those guys go up there and stand on top of the plate knowing that if a guy runs, runs the ball inside, it just falls off him. Yep. You know, you're, if you get a hit with it, if you stand on top of the plate, you're supposed to risk uh, uh, pain. You're supposed to be able to risk. Right. You should be risking pain if you stand on top. Be a tough guy. Mm-hmm. Don't be Not a wuss. Don't be leaning no. in and be a wuss. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, tonight, uh, who who we got chucking tonight? I don't have a paper in front of me. Well, uh, Phil Hughes is still getting paid, so he's, he's not going to be on the good. mound, but he's still cashing his Phil, check. Phil uh, declined to uh, talk to the troops after yesterday's game, but he did tweet out his uh, thanks to the... Well, he he won't do a press or anything like that, will he? No, probably. Well, he probably won't be back yeah. at the park, I wouldn't think. So, you know, he's... I have Lance a Lynn is chucking tonight. All right, your guy. Oh, God. That'll be a four-hour game tonight. <laughs> Maybe he'll decide tonight's the night he's going to throw some strikes. Well, if he's going to face a lineup to do that against, it's probably going to be this one. Boy, is that a bad bad ball club, Detroit. In the PGA, we have the Colonial this week. Yes. Why don't we have the Memorial on Memorial Day weekend? Uh, Jack wanted to move it because of uh, many years of rain on oh, that okay. weekend. And apparently the uh, they decided that the weather pattern was very wet on Memorial Day weekend in Muirfield, Ohio. So. All right. That sounds like BS. Conspiracy? Yeah, that's BS. Yeah. Could be BS, but that's what they said, you know. Well, Jack, remember, Jack, in fact, remember Kenny years ago went so far as to hire some kind of a phony American Indian to do a non-rain dance that got some pub wow. that did not go over wow. real really? well. I wonder why. The, what is it, 1899? <laughs> yeah, Jack world? was a what little... What the hell? Jack had to apologize, which is not one of Jack's strong points. Somehow Jack thought that would be a good idea. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> wow. will be back in just a moment, but now, thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and Your Money Now. Look, I'm sure I, I'm sure Chief Jay Strongbow appreciated the gig. I mean, times are <laughs> tough back then. 
Uh, we had a strong rally Monday, but no such thing today. Stocks failed to hold on to early gains. The major index is lower at the close, with the Dow Industrials down 178 points today. The Nasdaq Composite dropped 15, and the S&P 500 lost 8 points. In its latest crackdown on the controversial dietary supplement Kratom, the Food and Drug Administration issued warning letters to three companies that market and distribute the substance as a treatment for opioid addiction, pain, and other symptoms. FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb said the agency determined that Kratom, which is a plant-based supplement, is actually an opioid analog, making it unsuitable for treating opioid addiction or withdrawal symptoms. A lot of people got gift bags at last weekend's royal wedding. They gave out about 1,200 of them, and apparently some people would rather sell them than keep them. The official gift bag contained a bottle of water, a refrigerator magnet, and some other souvenirs. Some people are hawking them on eBay now. One has a bit of $27,000, though it remains to be seen whether that's a genuine bid or not. I'm Bruce Vale with Your Money Now on 1500 ESPN. Okay, Bruce, thank you very much. We'll uh, cut you loose so we can check traffic here in this report sponsored by Indeed. And let's go right to uh, Bloomington where we have a crash between South, uh, excuse me, uh, we have a crash on Southbound 35W between 98th and 110th. That's why traffic is jamming as you come out of the Crosstown Commons. It's 15, 20 minutes from the 494 strip down to the Burnsville split. And westbound 62 on the brakes at 55 due to the single lane at 34th. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can... John Height. You just got it. That's today. Except Wait, for the 20th. Yeah, yeah, 16 except years for, ago. Except for the year. Right? I wondered why you guys were talking about it earlier. Gotcha. The song, Kenny, the date, 522. Golden Smog, 52202. Does that impress you? Okay. I saw these guys play at the yeah, Caboose in front of nine people. No, wait a minute. Golden Smog. They have Gary Lewis. At the fair, I knelt in front of him because I'm Chris Reavers. <laughs> yeah. And Chris, you're uh, you're basically right. I did see their very first gig. See, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Seventy three and partly sunny in the Twin Cities. Twins Tigers. Who the hell are they? I never heard of them. Uh, they're offshoot of members of other bands, oh, yeah. uh, local bands that got together. Those don't well, count. Wilco too. Not not just local. Not just local. John's always traveling. Wilburys. <laughs> not John, for ah, me. Aren't they? Nah. John, nah. just be your own band. Don't yeah. start. Who has traffic smog? <laughs> <laughs> twins Tigers again tonight from Target Field. Lance Lynn pitches for oh, the Twins. Lefty Matthew Boyd goes for the Tigers. He's <laughs> not bad. A, a no. pretty good lefty He's... against this lineup. That Maybe that's why we called up my guy, Ryan Lamar. Yeah, could be. Uh, Lamar takes the spot. The, thank you for that segue, Patrick, of Phil Hughes. Uh, Hughes designated for assignment by the Twins, still owing him $22 million. Wonder if there's any insurance involved. Uh, Probably not. Not uh, not this far into the contract. So, Paul Fenton introduced as the new GM of the Minnesota Wild today. He said the team has a good nucleus with the veterans and young players, and you know what they need? Tweaks. Tweaks. Some tweaks. Tweaks. Some tweaks. We want a tweak. What? We want a tweak. Let's go tweaks. Let's go tweaks. <laughs> I think that'll work. Hey, John, By I the don't... way, this guy's got a kid that's got a... Ph.D. from MIT. Yeah, I really? heard that. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. 
He's a chemist, right? What a yes. dummy. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, nerd? What a dork. Yeah. Loser. Wow. Right. See you. Hey, uh, uh, Patrick, uh, the, the volcano that's erupting in Hawaii. Yes. So we posted a live video stream of it to the GL page earlier today. Yeah. And Rookie off the air pointed out and he said, I wonder if it's like the Yule Log Channel 45 just runs on Christmas Day. It just keeps running. It's the same It's a gift. It's orange. I didn't know it was orange, man. It's, uh, it's not looking good there. Wow. There's a lot of stuff coming out of Mother's Swimsuit here. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. News notes from today. Breaking news in Florida <laughs> this afternoon. It's, it's taller than the trees. Yeah. Oh, my word. Run for your lives. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> wow. Breaking news from Florida. Multiple law enforcement agencies have surrounded a Panama City, Florida apartment building where there's a shooter barricaded inside. City spokeswoman Caitlin Lawrence says it's still an active situation. The suspect has been firing on law enforcement. Uh, Nobody's been hit, although one civilian received minor injuries in the shooting. Bay County Sheriff's Office Chief Investigator Jimmy Stanford says the suspect is believed to be the same person sought in a suspicious death at a home in Santa Rosa Beach. Hmm. Redneck Riviera there. Missouri man charged in Hennepin County has pleaded guilty to offering to hire minors for sex during the Super Bowl. According to the Hennepin... Oh, leave him alone for that. Minors. Minors. Oh, minors, excuse me. Yeah, Yeah, he didn't mean like the coal miners. He meant the kids that were underage. Coal miners, that's okay. He's talking about some... Judge, I retract my... Judge, I retract my... That's not some scruffy old West Virginian. (laughs) (laughs) According to the Hennepin County Attorney's Office, 33-year-old... Hey, old man, put down that corn cob. Pipe. Come on over here, you toothless brute. 33-year-old. Sexy, uh, bleeping bleeper. 33-year-old Justin. You got any lava around here? Justin Beard pleaded guilty to one count of prostitution of children under the age of 16. Beard had been arrested. Oh, boy, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I'm sitting. I'm glad you retracted. You retracted. You got you retracted. You're covered. I missed the minors. Beard was arrested and charged in February after investigators learned he had responded to a Craigslist ad placed by a task force tackling sex trafficking. According to the attorney's office, Beard, believing he was talking with a man trafficking a 15-year-old girl and a 13-year-old boy, set up a meeting. When uh, he arrived at a designated meeting place at a Minnetonka apartment, he was arrested. He provided he follows the terms of his three-year probation. He's expected to get a stay of execution and would not be sent to prison. He would also get 120 days in the head of a county workhouse. His sentencing set for July 10th. Do we know how many guys got pinched for uh, adult hookers? Uh, for adult, uh, I've heard no uh, uh, no uh, updates for the Super Bowl. We, yeah, we were going to crack down 47. on that. We're going to crack down on that. <laughs> Is that a real number, George? No, it better be more than that. We can get 47 on a normal weekend, for God's sake. Uh, Speaking of that, the Atlanta Bureau of whatever it's called, the host committee. apprehension. No, the the host (laughs) committee for the Super Bowl next year posted a, we need 10,000 volunteers, and people are going insane because of the price of the new stadium down there and how this was supposed to attract jobs. So they're now feeling the same effects. This is like a a traveling medicine show, the Super Bowl. (laughs) They just roll in and start grifting people right away. They give you a t-shirt. What the hell are you complaining? You got a a jacket. Bold North jacket. Yeah, but Atlanta, you won't get a jacket. It says Bold North. President Trump said during an Oval Office meeting with South Korean President Moon Jae-in that he thinks Kim Jong-un is serious about denuclearization, but appeared to suggest the June 12th date for the Singapore summit may not work out. He said, if it doesn't... He said, if it doesn't... (laughs) 
got yeah, the I, golf round. At, uh, yeah, I got a, I'm busy that day. <laughs> Kenny, how do you feel that you used the same line I did two hours ago? Bedminster, exact same yeah, line. Well, yeah. <laughs> He'll be in Bedminster that weekend. Trump said, if it doesn't happen, maybe it'll happen later. He said, frankly, it has a chance to be a great, great meeting for North Korea and a great meeting for the world. The president hailed oh God. North Koreans as hardworking, great people. You're about ready to retire now, aren't you, Kenny? Oh, no. I am After working extra that. hard to get him fired, though. <laughs> Doing my job. Jesus. Uh, remember this story? You guys remember David Weinlich? Yes. The groom who said, I do, to a woman he had just met in a well-publicized wedding at the Mall of America about 20 years ago. Yes. He has not di- remember that. He has died of colon cancer. That's unfortunate. No. Was he still yes, married? it is. Yep, they were still married. That marriage worked. It did work, yep. Uh, Minneapolis City Council member Steve Fletcher, a friend who helped arrange Weinlich's marriage to Elizabeth Ruins in June of 1998, says Weinlich died Sunday night in hospice care in a Minneapolis suburb. Uh, Weinlich had been diagnosed with terminal colon cancer in March of 2017. He and his wife renewed their vows at the Mall of America last August. He told relatives and friends he'd be married June 13th, 1998, even though he didn't have a bride in mind. Friends chose runs from among hundreds of interested women to be his bride. They were married at the Mall of America. As Joe said, it worked out. The couple has four children. Wow. Four. How old was he? This shows if you go into a marriage with minimal expectations, everything can be fine. (laughs) Right. That's the key. One way to look at it. Lower your standards. Oh, was it, John? (laughs) He was 48. 48. 48. Will the Krabby Coffee Shop have a division of marriage counseling? (laughs) No. No. But I I was going to ask Kenny, the new Starbucks thing where uh, as they continue to try to modify their policy, that it now (laughs) takes two baristas to agree somebody's... Got to go. uh, Somebody has to go. Oh, buddy policy. If the vote's one-on-one, then then they get to stay. So what do you think? I think voting going to go in the No, I think what we do shot. is we put a time limit on every single customer's duration <laughs> right. in the story. Yeah. You get 60 seconds. <laughs> and you're not taking out your computer and sitting no. over there in the corner. You're not uh, writing a book in the corner. No, our time. No, There's not, no chairs no, in this no. place. You know how you do it. <laughs> we are going to have a smoking section. An yes. evaporating cup. <laughs> the cup evaporates after so long. <laughs> right, or I just come out and take it away. <laughs> that too. Well, when I was establishing the Krabby Coffee Shop in print, I said, I'm setting out a bowl of ice cubes so people can cool their coffee. Yeah. And and uh, that was met with derision. No, okay. that was a violation. That was no, too comforting. No and ice. No ice. No ice. No, no yeah, ice. but then you get them moving faster. Well, that was my point. Let's yeah, get right, right to it. <laughs> and, well, the, their coffee's not going to be hot because it's coming in those gross white styrofoam cups with, <laughs> no, with no white lids. Mugs. White, white glass mugs. Or no, pottery I'm, mugs. BS, you're not in this. <laughs> I own the You can't thing. step in I'm here like, like Paul bleeping <laughs> Westerberg and take my over. No, I'm, I'm claiming complete ownership no, of it. No, you're not. I got requests from no. Cincinnati and Madison, Wisconsin no. to open franchises. I've had enough of you stealing my material over the years. You're not taking this away. We screwed up, though, right down here on the corner when that one was Wouldn't that for be sale perfect? Yeah. the train turns, and then they turn it into another... Too, too bad our ambition building. is so frail, huh? Another one of those grocery stores <laughs> That's why I'm taking it. it. I ever go out on my tirade about these uh, uh, farm market 
places. You mean farmers markets? Farmers markets. Yeah. What about them? I went to one last year. Good. They all got the same crap. Well, it's farmers markets. Gourds. Everybody. You mean things that grow out of the ground? Why do we need? What do you want to buy? Beach towels? Twenty-five. I think he's right. Tables of beans. Right. I agree. Rutabagas. How the hell do I know if your beans are any better than the person? Joe blows beans right. Yeah. No, I think right, he's got yeah. a good point. Well, that's produce. What did you think it was going to yeah, be? But I didn't no, but think you how had many the people same do we stuff? need? Where's your suntan apples? lotion? Farmer Zong, where are the recliners? <laughs> but why do we need to? You know how much they throw away? It's ridiculous. What are we removing out there? What are we taking off the roof? What do you mean, we? Well, we're all, I'm just like the collective we. The collective we, man. Mm-hmm. What did, I could uh, sit and watch what that Lebowski all day. Call it? What did what they call it? The, uh, the what kind of we? The, uh, what I think you said the, collective. No, no, it wasn't. It was, uh, it was better than that. Yeah. Um, Pat, you had a tweet out, the, the Brandy oh, Chastain yes. plaque. Jeff yes. Passel tweeted out that it looks more like me than it does anybody else. It's really a bad. It's, it's the uh, Bay Area. It's the Bay Area Hall of Fame. I said it looks more like Rattle than uh, oh, yeah, Brandy right. Chastain, except with the mustache. That was brutal. If I was there, oh, I would have walked out. Oh God! Close that shade, would you? I can't see those yeah, old man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you thought you knew how to party? Check out this story from Great Britain. Oh, man, the royal wedding party, I bet. Nope. A drugged-up man was caught filling up a hotel bath with potatoes while wearing a bra during an epic (laughs) five-day MDMA binge. A what kind of binge? MDMA, like a designer drug. Wow. MDMA. When Judge Peter Henry... Like a Louis Vuitton? (laughs) When Judge Peter Henry asked James Johnson why he was filling up a bath with potatoes, he replied... It just felt like the right thing to do at okay. the time. sure did. 30-year-old Johnson was caught by officers wearing a woman's bra over his shirt, carrying a bag of spuds as he entered the travel lodge in Eastlake. You guys have never done acts, have you? No, no I haven't, Kenny. This, this, makes, this makes sense if you know. This makes total sense. This makes sense. You must have had a 50-pound bag yeah. of potatoes. When you you asked have a lot of potatoes. You guys just don't get it. Kenny, when you asked Joe and Pat if you've ever done acts, you, you should have followed it up with, be a whole lot cooler if you, you did. did, man. <laughs> <laughs> Officers searched his room and found what they called an Aladdin's cave of drugs, including, <laughs> including MDMA, ecstasy, and a psychedelic substance called 2CB. Southampton Crown Court heard Johnson and two friends had decided to go on a one-night binge, but it ended up lasting five days. James yeah. Kellum, the prosecutor... The fun got away. <laughs> prosecutor told the court hotel staff phoned the police after smelling marijuana in the room. They saw Johnson with a bag of potatoes and in women's clothing. It may be that that led officers to think he was intoxicated. Don't you at some point just feel like, man, I should just go for a walk? (laughs) Mm. No? His lawyer uh, said Johnson... dance, maybe. Okay. (laughs) Uh, His lawyer said Johnson was remorseful and an intelligent man who made a mistake. Judge Henry said the case was odd and bizarre and sentenced Johnston to an 18-month community order 
requirement to carry out a nine-month drug rehab program. So uh, when the Super Bowl was here, like everybody else, I went to Browerville to do the Tom Brady's relatives piece, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grandpa Brady. Did you have a bathtub full of Was he doing I'm X? Do it. Grandpa, <laughs> Grandpa Brady lived out on the farm, and they had cats all over the place like yeah. every other old farm. Right. And dinner was potatoes. Really? He had a friend potatoes? who would give potatoes. him 50-pound bags of potatoes. He'd boil up the potatoes and throw them out in the yard. And the cats, he had oh. potato-eating cats. He fixed them for them, though. Well, he softened them up. Yeah. Wow. He'd throw them out. He'd boil them up and throw them out in the yard, and the cats would come running. They'd get all fat and lethargic and <laughs> go on, go, go on welfare. I potato-eating cat. Yeah. A sad story from South Carolina indicating, well, there's a lot of people not very smart mm-hmm. in the world. South Carolina family said a store's bakery refused to print summa cum laude on their son's graduation cake, confusing the term for profanity. Uh, the, uh, the middle part of it. That's there. correct, yeah. <laughs> Eric Kosinski. Did, did, did they huh? make any attempt to explain this? To they did, they did, did, as you'll wow. see here. Yep. Okay. Magna? Oh, my word, that's foul. <laughs> Erica Sinsky of Charleston, South Carolina, said her son Jacob Loudly. graduated summa cum laude. Very with, smart kid. Very smart kid. Yeah, summa, highest, huh? highest honors from a homeschooling program on Saturday, and she wanted to celebrate the occasion. You can't get summa cum laude from homeschool. It's a Christian-based homeschooling program, and, oh, the, and they apparently take part with other homeschoolers, and that's why he ended up with us. He graduated summa. first in his same, class. Same, wanted, what a bunch of crap that is. Wanted, <laughs> they they wanted, have, you ever have a... Show me a homeschool kid who got a C minus once, and I'll start taking it a little more serious. I know homeschooled kids, and they're smarter than your average okay. kid. Well, they yeah, they but do come out smart. Listen, you can't have all these kids in the country being homeschooled without having one rockhead in the group <laughs> who flunked out. We tried to get him through, but uh, he's in our own house. We, in our own house. <laughs> we flunked him out of homeschool. Kozinski said she ordered the cake online from Publix. Yes. Ran into an obstacle when the order form told her summa cum laude. If you've been was, a bad person at homeschool, they, they can't send you home. Right. What do you do? Send them to school. <laughs> was not acceptable due to the inclusion of profanity. The mom said she used special instructions part of the order form to explain what the term meant and included a link to a website that explained the Latin. Kozinski said her yes. husband picked up the cake, uh, but it was uh, when they opened it at the graduation party, it said summa Dash, dash, loud. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what Doesn't it mean with? I don't know. Graduating. Uh, uh, let, let, let me look it up on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> with who? With who, Suchi boy? <laughs> no, it just means with. Mm-hmm. Okay. With laudatory uh, yeah. racing. With so. both. Is Suma <laughs> as good as la- Magna? Magna's better than Suma. I don't right? know. Magna's pretty good. <laughs> She told the Washington Post it was... I've never met uh, Magna or Suma, so I don't know what those two twins are like. Kozinski said she... But I'm sure I would loudly. Had to explain to party guests, including Jacob's 70-year-old grandmother, why the store would would omit the middle word from the cake. Publix apologized to the family and offered to refund the price of the cake. Did they fire the idiot? That's what I that, wanted They know. did not say. I, I don't know. So that's where that... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, (laughs) Police in a Cleveland suburb thought they had a drunk on their hands when a man called to report a pig 
following home from a train station. All right. North Ridgeville, Ohio officers arrived on the scene early Saturday. No Wisconsin <laughs> jokes here either, no you meatheads. <laughs> oh. Shut up. Arrived on the scene early Saturday, found the man was sober, and in, there was indeed a pig following him. The officer managed to get the pig in his patrol car, transported it oh. to the station. It's even more funny. It was eventually reunited with its owner. Writing on Facebook, police mentioned the irony of the pig in a police car. There you go. Now, so that anyone that thinks they're funny is actually unoriginal and trying oh, way too the hard. the Wyoming yeah. Police Department would really have fun They'd with They'd laugh that up. The yeah. man, they'd love it. Yeah. And in Florida, 50-year-old <laughs> Jeffrey Sable and 32-year-old Santa Walters grabbed a motorized shopping cart from Walmart in Largo. They didn't need it. They just decided to steal it. Oh. Security cameras caught him doing that. Shortly after the theft was reported, the cart spotted outside Jimmy's Sports Bar in Largo. There it is. <laughs> hey, let's stop off at Jimmy's on the way home, guys. Could they both fit on it? Oh, yep. Officer found the couple at the bar drinking. They first denied the theft, but then they said, yeah, we took it to come to the bar. Mm-hmm. They were arrested on charges of grand theft. Well, well that's fantastic, John. Yeah, it's too uh, bad they aren't younger. The Vikings had signed them. <laughs> they like people driving down the street drunk in odd vehicles. What do you have coming up on the ride? Well, my guy Chip was over at the press conference today. Uh, Also, we'll talk a little about the wild and other matters. And then the great Jim Cott at uh, 503 will uh, be with us to uh, his every other week conversation on baseball. And we will talk about the Jim Cott plan to reduce Major League Baseball games from nine innings to seven. Whose plan is that? Cott has thrown it out there two why? weeks ago because he just the time he's a of moron. Game. No, the time of game is just. Well, the, why is that it, a no, problem? But, but he's saying if baseball wants to uh, shorten the game, all these goofy little plans they have are not going to work. So they might as well look at. Seven but you innings. can't go to seven innings. Well, I think that there's many people that share your opinion. Mm-hmm. To you, I'm going to ask him what's wrong with eight. Why do we have to go to seven? What's right away? wrong with nine? Well, baseball's a game of threes. Three hours and uh, three hours. That's probably it is a game of threes, but we can change that. We don't True. have to do that's that. a bad idea. All right, fifteen hundred ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis, seventy three. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring after two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability. Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time, and clearly he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.